2: noise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for that little baby peewee. Thank you for a beautiful introduction as usual. My princess Nemo Foo and my virtual audience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to another episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk. How you doing today? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show where you're going to get information what, about what's going on around the world, what's going on in your neighborhood, no matter what city, what state you are in, and what's going on in the cultural events, the worldly events, and the biblical events, the Christian events, the unsaved and the unsaved. Just, I, I talk about different topics on this show. And then what I do with it is, is I gather it all together, and the best that I can, I try to put it in a biblical perspective. I try to end it in a biblical perspective. That's what I try to do on this show, Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Welcome to the show. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host. Okay. I want to talk about some world events. I want to talk about some world events today. And basically, I want to focus on uh my city, Chicago. Yeah, I'm gonna get on Chicago's behind again. I'm finna finna talk not down on Chicago, but I'm gonna talk policies. I'm gonna talk individuals. I'm gonna talk politics about Chicago, Illinois. Now, I'm uh. Then I'm going to uh, get into some other things about my three phases that I'm doing for, you know, making myself stronger, uh, that you all can get involved with, uh, of, of goals and of making yourself stronger spiritually, physically, and financially. I'm not going to get into that. I got some uh, some really exciting stuff to talk about that can better yourselves in those three areas. And uh, stay tuned for that, you know, my upcoming podcast. But what I want to talk about now is, uh, Illegal immigration. Okay, before I get started, I want you to know right now I'm not I'm in a studio that has very, very thin walls. I'm gonna let you know that right now. So you're gonna hear maybe fire trucks and sirens and loud motorcycles and stuff like that on this show. I do not like that. Oh, Lord knows I can't wait till I get a solid studio and I know I've been whining and crying about that for over a year now and it will happen eventually. But for the time being, I hope you're getting something out of my shows in some areas. And as you would notice, some areas that I do the show in, basically on my phone, my podcast, which is 98 to 99% of the time, I am doing a show on my my, um, on my smartphone. Believe it or not, on my smartphone, so I don't have sophistication, uh, s- sophisticated stuff set up and uh, all the gadgets and gadgets and stuff like that, you know, set up. It's just basically on my phone. Therefore, you, I'm not in a solid studio room, so you're gonna hear very sounds like you probably just heard right now going by. So I try to keep that to the to a minimum as best as I can. Okay, so I want to get that out there for my listeners, and I apologize for that because if I'm putting content out. There, you deserve the right to hear clear content. Now, I like, and 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 when I do my shows, I let the show be as it is. But for a lot of folks, that might not be good. And for a lot of pro podcasters that do podcasts, it would be bad sound and stuff like that. It's not pleasing. But for the meantime, you know, I'm going to get that Mm -hmm. that together and I just uh, ask you all to just bear with me and stuff like that. But for now, I'm not in a uh, secluded, tight, solid, uh, soundproof studio right now. I'm in a library. It's not a soundproof studio. So you will hear sound, hear sounds and cars and stuff going by. Okay, let me get into this. Illegal immigration is a big problem around the United States. Illegal immigration. And in in it, it got worse, sir. You know, since the last administration, the Biden administration, illegal immigration has got so bad. Uh, you know, at least you can say under the previous administration, which was the Trump administration, he was trying to build walls and stuff like that to stop from all the the uh, immigrants, illegal immigrants from a crossing to the other side, you know, but at least he made an effort and, and stuff like that. But this administration has no plan to make an no F. They are for illegal immigration and they try to act like it's for to help them, but it's for really one reason. It's for votes. It's for votes. It's to keep this party in power. That's all to it, but I'm not gonna get into that right now. I wanna talk about uh here in Chicago, okay? Now as far as I know, as long as I've been living here in Chicago on and off, as long as I've been I've been here quite a few years the last few years over I think when did I come back here in Chicago what 13 2013 since I've been back 2013 I never heard of I never uh, uh, heard any problems false illegal immigration coming to the city of Chicago you know, you hear you hear it in a, you hear it in the South. You hear it in Texas and Arizona and places like that because they're closer to Mexico and they're closer to the border. When it comes to illegal immigrants and stuff like that, you hear a lot of fluctuation and a lot of uh, a lot of them coming to those cities and states and stuff like that. But when it comes up north, like Chicago or maybe New York or Philly or Boston, you don't hear nothing too much about illegal immigration. A lot of I, you have them here, no doubt. No doubt they are here. But a lot of them are illegal here. And a lot of them are at least trying to get their cards the right way, their green card or whatever, or, be, or trying to become a citizen, you know. But what's going on now, what I'm hearing about, and I didn't know nothing about this. And, you know, I'm just hearing about this myself. But what I have just found out, Chicago, uh, Greg Abbott of Texas, been sending boatloads of illegal immigrants to uh, different big cities, and I think he just sent, what, a few thousand, I don't know the numbers, you saw, I'm never going to get into that, to else? Chicago. <laughs> Why? His excuse is sending them here at to Chicago because Chicago is known as one of the sanctuary cities now, sanctuary cities are the cities that po- are supposed to look out for all the illegal immigrants and different things like that and let them in to take care of them or feed them or whatever like in other words they are a, a, a shield a protected state for illegals and everything like that. They believe it's discrimination or even racist if you are against that and stuff like that. They have their own policy. They make up their own rules and talk lingo and stuff when it comes like that. Illegal immigration. But uh, cities like Chicago, New York, and other big cities are— Call themselves in California. Call themselves sanctuary cities, where anybody's allowed to come in, and they they should be allowed to apply for food stamps or apply to get an ID or housing and stuff like that. That's their mono when it comes to uh sanctuary cities now you can look up sanctuary cities i'm just putting my definition on it you know i can be and you know a little bit whatever like that but i'm close to it but just look at the definition google it yourself and find out what is the definition of a sanctuary city so you can get a better explanation or a definition better than i'm saying but it has something to do with something like that i don't have time to look at definitions right there but you, that's the gist of what sanctuary cities are. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a few thousand that landed here or was bused here. Uh, according to this article I was listening to, how true that is, I don't know from Greg Abbott of Texas, sent a few thousand here into Chicago. And when I seen this news article, which confirms what this young man was saying, this news article, they were showing immigrants laying in the streets and different things or whatever. And here in Chicago, now they are proposing to uh to give these uh illegal immigrants shelter and homes and a former high school, South Shore. I didn't even know South Shore High School was closed down. I tell you how much I, I know, but I've been uh. On and off of Chicago for years, so like you know, I don't know anything about that. But South Shore High School, which is closed down now, there's a possibility that all these illegal aliens they will give them housing or store them, just like a shelter, and South Shore High School. Okay, now you might say, what's the problem with that? The problem with that is. <laughs> is <laughs> the people that lives in South Shore, now I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna go what- well, well, I'm going with this. The people that lives in South Shore is having a hissy about this they they're they're upset. let me just make it plain they are very upset about this move, and uh they should be they should be upset, you know because now, let me get to from what I heard the reason that they are upset. And they show the uh, uh, on the um, on the news broadcast and you know, when you go to your community centers, and you have your uh, your aldermen and your community leaders there that they voted in, and you allowed to speak what's on your mind and you know, what's in your heart and stuff like that. The community centers, and you have a lot of shouting and you know, upset, you know, and they're predominantly black, and they're predominantly women. They're predominantly black and they're predominantly black women, you know, shouting and whatever like that, you know. But anyway, they're, from what I heard, the, main, the real reason is not only they're upset of them coming up in there and getting free things, free stuff. You know, free stuff is only for black people. <laughs> let me stop there. Let, let me not go there. But anyway, I'm just joking about that. But they're not that upset because, from what I heard, They've been they've been trying for years to uh, get the, the Congress and maybe the mayor to use that South that vacant South Shore former high school as a community center for South Shore and other, you know, young blacks and whatever like that. But the uh, the ones that they voted in office always turned them down with some excuse, they turned them down. So the people was trying to fight for them to use it or make it as a community center, they was turned down. So the reason they're upset is all that they was trying to do and all the excuses these politicians was coming up with for them not to open up the community for uh, community service for the uh, the, uh, the blacks and the people in their own neighborhood, you know, to help them, all of a sudden they're gonna they're making decisions to open it up to illegal immigrants. You, you see what I'm saying? The legal citizens of Chicago and South Shore has been uh, let me put it this way It's been told in their face after they have been turned down to try to use, to ask to use South Shore community, uh, South Shore, former South Shore High School as a community center to help their own in their neighborhood. It's now going to be allowed, it's going to be allowed for illegal immigrants housing off the taxpayers' money. Now, you have to pay for this. This is not free. This is not free. The money has to come from somewhere. And where? Uh, what do you think it's coming from? It's coming from the taxpayers in Chicago. Pockets to pay for illegal, listen closely, illegal immigrants for housing. That should be something that's set up for their own community, first of all, which they was turned down for. Now, you see what I'm saying? Now, that's all the ruckus that's going on here in Chicago. Now, I look at this like this, and I'm, I'm going to be straightforward. Some of you might disagree and might not like what I got to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Why? Because this is real talk. This is real talk. Phyllis are going to get hurt. Some people are going to feel good, and some people feel it's going to get hurt. You know, this is real talk, okay? <clears throat> you, the ones that are doing all this complaining, and all this shouting, predominantly black women, vote Democrat. Let me me rephrase this. This young man said you get what you vote for, and that is so true. You get what you vote for if you are a voter. You're going to get what you vote for. I don't care who you are. You're going to get what you vote for. Now let me put it in a perspective. Now I'm not saying everybody that voted Democrat voted for this. I, I really don't believe that. I believe the majority of them did not vote for this. You know, so I want to be I want to be clear on this. I you know a lot of them don't be clear when they be saying this is what you voted for. No, I understand the concepts. You vote, you get for what you vote for. I like to put it this way: even if you didn't vote for this and other things, that. Comes with the package. You understand what I'm saying? When you vote Democrat or Republican, when you vote Democrat, since I'm talking about the Democrats, let's talk about the Democrats. When you vote Democrat, you're voting for a certain policy that you like, whatever that policy is. I'm not going to get in your head, but I got a feeling what what it is. Whatever that policy is, you got to always remember when you're voting for one policy you're getting the whole package of policies. Let me repeat that. When you voting just for one policy for a political party, you're getting all the other policies. So therefore, what you have to do, if you are a voter, when you voting for anyone or any party, look at their records. Look what they stand for. Look what they... Voting, look what they're trying to put into the law, past, present, and future. And you go from there. That's how you're really supposed to vote. Not on a ticket, not on a party. You vote on the policies, plural, not a policy. You vote on the policies, plural. So it's up to us as black men and women as black women to do our own due diligence. If we are a voter to look at policies, not on party, you will fail every time. That's why blacks vote Democrat. And that's why blacks vote Republican. I mean, don't vote Republican. You know, they don't vote Republican. It's not because of their policy, it's because they they have been told what the Republican, po- not policy, but what the Republican stands for. Most of the time when it comes to black people, Republicans are racist. Republicans trying to hold them back from this. Republicans trying to do that. That's what black people, a lot of black people, not all, but a chunk of black people believe that Republicans represent, which is not policies. So they ignore policies. They have been trained or brainwashed not to search the other parties, Republican parties policies, where basically a lot of their policies is for will help black people more than the Democrat policies. If they researched, I know that for a fact, and I'm not a voter. I didn't, I didn't stop that, but I I know that for a fact when it comes to policies, The things that a black man and a black woman, if they looking for moral policies and moral rules, is in the conservative Republican Party. But you never searched that. You never knew that because you was told otherwise. Why do you think Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King and a lot of black, those blacks that you know, nothing about voted Republican? Why do you think they was Republicans? You think they became Republicans to hurt their own people? Or they was, you know, they was told, people may told you they was an Uncle Tom or whatever like that. Why do you think they went for Republican? Because Republicans was more stronger on freedom. They was called abolitionists, Frederick Douglass and all of them. Why do you think they voted that way? It had nothing to do with race or color. It had to do with good policies for all. Now, I'm not saying it's like that now, but that's what, that's what the Republican Party came and tried to get rid of that Democratic racist party at first anyway. And it's sad to, it's sad because a lot of blacks, especially the older blacks, know that now and still vote Democrat. Okay. Now, what I'm trying to say is what you vote for. Now, I can say it now. What do you vote for? it's true. You're going to get what you, you're going to get the whole package. (laughs) You're going to get other things that you didn't vote for. Let me put it that way. To be fair, you know, like I'm saying, I know a lot of you didn't vote for this, this immigration stuff and this transgender stuff and all this other, you know, garbage, higher taxes. A lot of you Blacks did not vote for that. You vote for other things that they told you, you know, that there's going to, that whites was racist and whites, you know, going to bring you down and we're going to give you freebies and we're going to give you free education, but you ignore all the other junk that's going to hurt you. You voted that for that too, when you voted for those policies, and I'm not saying everything in that party is evil, The I, I say this often. When the older blacks voted for Democrat, then the Democrats was more moderate than you know, in the Kennedy days. I went around; I was young then, but just, there was more moderate Democrats, more fair, more like the Robert F. Kennedy that's running for president today. You know, those was the Democrats the blacks was bamboozled to vote for. Now, Democrats always had a record of being racist and, you know, left field, whatever like that. But at least, you know, you had strong Democrats that was moderate. That's why I believe the majority of the black people voted for those type of Democrats. Now they are stuck in that Democratic chain. They still hoping. The Democrats of today are not the Democrats back in the 60s, okay? They're not. They are not back. They are not the same Democrats. You know, I'm just letting you know that right now, they are not the same. You are still voting for that Democrat, moderate, fair Democrat that don't exist today in the upper echelon of the party. The, that Democrat, modern Democrat, or what you want to call them, fair Democrat that that looks at both sides fairly. Those Democrats are predominantly gone. They don't exist anymore, okay? They do not exist anymore. The Democratic Party of the day is far left Marxist. See, I'm letting you notice now the Democratic Party of the day is far left Marxist. See, both parties are not the same as they used to be, both parties. That's why they have different names. They have, you know, different names for party conservatives. They have Mavericks. They have rhinos. It's different names for the parties because it's, it's all, you know, it's very confusing now because when you vote Republican, you just say, for instance, if I'm voting Republican, I'm voting for not the name but the policies that will help me and others, what's best. I'm voting for that, whether it's the old moderates or uh, the Republicans today, I'm voting policies. And a lot of Republicans, you know, still stand, most of them stand on policies. You know, they do a lot of talk, you know, don't do nothing, but they stand on certain policies, which sounds foreign to a lot of blacks. And it should not because a lot of blacks hear it and a lot of things that they are saying could help blacks more than the, the far left Democrat party of today. So let me digress and go back to here. I'm not here to do a breakdown on that. I've done that before in a previous podcast, but uh, Chicago, let me talk to you, Chicago, uh, until And I don't think this is going to change. Sadly, I don't think it's going to change. Until, and I said this before in other podcasts that I put out there, until you change your voting ways, nothing is not going to change. I'm not advocating you to vote Republican, but who else out there? Why not give them a chance? Why not give a Republican a chance to be mayor? Why not give a Republican a chance to be governor? Why and the only way the only way things is gonna go through, you have to change your legislators and spring, what they call it, Springfield and all that too. Why not give them a chance? You might not like what you might not like what Trump said. What do you got to lose? That's true. What do you have to lose? You've been losing all these years voting far left Democratic policies, and what have it got you, Chicago? What have it gotten you? So you're part of the problem. You voters are a big part of the problem. Black people, and I'm gonna just say majority of black women vote Democrat. And then they holler and fuss and cry about crime. They fuss and cry now about immigration. They fuss and cry about these transgender movements in school. All this other wicked stuff, drugs in the street, legalizing marijuana. And you voted for a policy and got all the policies. That's politics. That's politics. Don't vote for what they say. Vote for what they have done. What's their track record? Not what they say. They do that because they know they can hoodwink and bamboozle black people because black people fall for it anytime when it comes to victimhood. Until you get out of that victimhood mentality, your city it's not going to get any better. And Lord's willing, I'm not going to be here in Chicago long. I, I got to go, man. I got to go, man. Man, all this stuff that's been happening on the Red Line. and let's talk about the Red Line train. It's a train that's called the Red Line, one of the worst trains you can ride here in Chicago, called the Red Line. The Red Line is like a ghetto. High crime. Robberies. On a train. It's like it's like a drug infested place. I mean, you got people going in and out of trains selling drugs, selling all kinds of stuff freely. Why? Because they know not too much going to happen to them because they will not let the system, will not let the police officers do their job, or they will not let police officers be 24-hour police officers on these trains. No, it's not in a budget and stuff like that. So, you know, the people do what they want to do. There's high crime, and here's another thing that's going to hurt you. The majority of all this is blacks, black folk, black people. Black men and women, young people, majority of them young people, running wild like wild weeds. Not too long ago on the red line. This family, black, listen, let me tell you how crazy it is, because most of a lot of these crimes is black on black crimes. But remember, it's the white man doing it. Remember, it's the white man. It's the reason why it's black on black crime, okay? Now, this family was coming off the train. And you can look this stuff up yourself, no matter where you look at So you won't think, I'm just making up stuff. And you probably have that going on in your town, too. If you got if you live in a democratic city, I'm sure a lot of that going on in your town, too. You need to wake up. Um, this black family, I think it was a mother, daughter, and a, a little kid or something. Came, got off the train, and for no reason, they said about 10 young people, it's probably some girls too, jumped on them and robbed them, beat them. One lady said she thought that was it, she was going to die, beat them, jumped on them, the red line train. Another incident: two guys got to fighting, and one of them got stabbed several times. Several times, one young man was on the train; said his guts was hanging out. I don't know how true that is, but you know, you know, we like to exaggerate. But anyway, a guy got stabbed several times on the train, and an hour before that, there was another stabbing. Now, all of us not shooting, and that happens on the train too. Another person got stabbed on the train. This is all the red line. Now, they don't only happen on the red line, but it's, it happens more on the red line train here in Chicago, the red light trains. Now, you probably have those issues also on your training and buses, but I'm speaking about Chicago, and I'm sure a lot of you, no doubt, if you live in a Democratic city, there's mayor, Democrat, all is a Democrat, majority of the time.
1: only at BJs
2: your city has a high crime rate no doubt I don't I can, if I was a better I would bet you on that your city has a high crime rate rate if it's ran by Democrats follow the train baby follow the train if it's ran by Democrats and who keeps those Democrats in power blacks and Latinos majority of black people. Be fair, black and Latinos. Keep them in power. The ones that's destroying them, the decent ones that want to live right, those are the ones you vote right back in. Voting for the same, voting for the same people and expecting a change. You know what I'm finna say? That's insanity. That's true insanity. Now you, the same black people that wanted to get rid of Lightfoot voted somebody even worse than Brandon Johnson because he's a young man. Oh, he talks so eloquent. That's how they got fooled by Obama. How he talked. His eloquency. They didn't look at no policies. They followed the hope and change. They, looked on, they stayed too hooked up on the color. And they didn't look at no policies because we too and I'm going to put it out there. We worship our color. Like it's God. That's adultery when you worship your own color like that. That's adultery. Now, you thought adultery was only idols and cars and things you got? You can worship your own ethnicity more than you worship God. And I'm talking about churches too. You fall in love and worship your ethnicity over God then you become blind to any right things that's in your face that's good for you because your color is your God. I don't care what color you are. Anytime you do that, your ethnicity becomes your God. You put that over any other race. You start thinking your ethnicity is better than any other ethnicity. You notice I try to stay away from race because that's used loosely too much. Your ethnicity becomes your God. And for the people who don't understand ethnicity, I just say it for your race. Your black face becomes your God. And you become blind to any other things. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, I'll put it out there like that. All right. Now, what's going on in Chicago now is because, especially on the south sides and the little holes that have the highest crime, it's black folks. Black folks is one of the biggest issues in Chicago, not only with high crime, but they're voting. They keep voting the same people in. I'm not finna to make up no excuses for you all. I don't even do that for myself or even if my family members. I don't make up excuses for nobody because I'm black and I love my color. I'm proud to be black. I'm a proud black man but I use common sense. I'm not in love with my color. I just happen to be black. But I'm a man first that happens to be black. I'm a man first that happens to be black. If you are a man and you're white, you need to love your color. If you are Asian and, you know, if you're a man or woman, you need to love your color, not worship it. Not worship it, because you're destined for a fall in the eyes of God. Okay, there's no color or melanin or ethnicity no more better than no other group of people. Nobody, there's no black that's better than no white. There's no white better than black, Asian, Latino. Nobody is better than nobody in the eyes of God and that's the only that's my final that's my final look on things when I put it in a biblical perspective I don't care how you look at it I don't care what fancy words you come up with you ain't no better than white people white people ain't no better than you or Latino or Asian you are we are all colored people we are all colored folks okay let me not get into that all right. With all this going on in Chicago, I don't see too much of a change in Chicago because with all this going on, blacks, predominantly black females, is going to vote Democrat. Because they still not gonna look deep into policies. That's if you are a voter. No politician is gonna save your city, not even Republican. It's, it's too far gone. But they could make a little things a little better in some pockets. Why do I say that? They, uh, a politician cannot save your city because you got to look at the individual aspect person that's doing the crime. You just got you're going to have criminals out there. You're going to have mean folks. You're going to have bad folks. It's it always has been like that. And I don't care what decent politician, Republican or whatever, come in, they, you're not going to change that individual. So you're still going to have that pocket of crime. But if they bring in more officers, or they bring in not programs, not institutions, but bring in more uh, stronger laws on crime or whatever like that, you can you can lessen it some. You can tighten it up some, but the individual will always be the same. Now, they're not beyond being saved by God, but I'm just saying, you're going to have some people that's not going to be saved. Contrary to what ministers might say, it's a lot of people. And the Bible proves proves that itself, that will not get saved. They're just going to be evil and mean. It could be your son. It could be your daughter. It could be your husband. It could be your wife. Some people just mean. They're just going to be mean, and they're going to die that way. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. It's happened for years and years and years. That's just a fact. Some people call it a bad seed. I just call it sin. Bad sin. <laughs> bad seed. I heard about that. Yeah, I understand the metaphor. But I just call it sin. Some people just going to be evil. Some people going to be pretty decent. It's just the way it is. Okay, That's why I say no matter if you voted Republican and gave them a chance, it's going to be hard for that man or woman to clean up Chicago because the people still is going to find some way blame the Republican for all the mess that the Democrats done. <laughs> I'm just being real. If a Republican became mayor, if a Republican made or won the mayor race or the governor race, and all the mess that's in Chicago, the Republican will get blamed worse than the Democrat that gets blamed. Even they will be harder on a Republican. I told you so since they've been here crime getting no, it ain't that they can't clean it up, clean it up because there's too many dirty aldermen, there's too many crooked legislations up here. They got rid of one of a mannequin, but Chicago is known for their thuggish mafia politicians. Democrats, I'm not saying all Republicans good. man, I'd be lying if I say that you got some wicked ones in Republican parties, too. You got your rhinos, you know, Republican and name only and stuff like that. My point is, to the people of Chicago, to the black church building I'm talking about, the believers versus in the body of Christ and the uh, the ones that worship in your church that votes Democrat and tell your or coerce your congregation to vote Democrat and then you try to look for a change. Talking about we need to pray this and do overnight prayers and you want to look for a change. And you want God to condone your mess because you're black. That's insanity. You want God to condone your mess? Ignore your mess? Listen to your victimhood? And you call that godly that's foolishness that's ignorance okay that's ignorance you know no excuse no excuse that's what i have to say about that so all this illegal immigration coming up here, it's one of the least of our problems. With all the black on black crime going on, yeah, you got a white killing too and stuff like that. I'm not saying this; they don't kill and murder and rob. But the 13% of blacks or a small percentage of blacks, especially on the south side here in Chicago. You know, you can't blame the white man for your own crime, just as, just like they can't blame you. But you go in their neighborhoods and commit the highest crime. Wow, that's sad, man. When, when you go in somebody else's neighborhood, which is predominantly white or predominantly Latino, and the majority of crime is still by black and is only just say, for instance, you have a group, a town that's predominantly Caucasian, predominantly Caucasian nine times out of 10, it's going to be a pretty decent community. Not all now, not all. You got some slums in the Caucasian community as well. And the robberies and the murders and the whites does this themselves. So it's easy to figure out why they are race, you know, when you have white on white crime, and you do have white on white crime, you know, when it comes to, uh, demographics and stuff like that. Why? Because they don't have blacks living around there. So you have to count the crime. But you look at the rates. You got white crime, and be fair, and you'll have Latino crime, and you have black crime. And you start, you know, uh, looking up real data. Now, I have not done this? And looking up real data and see which crimes Rates are the highest in their demographic neighborhoods. I wouldn't be surprised if it's blacks. I would not be surprised if it's blacks. Matter of fact, I'm almost close to pretty sure that it is blacks when it comes to high crime. See? And then the sad thing about a lot of blacks are committed the highest crimes in those neighborhoods. And it's just a few. When it comes to, and the majority of them are young people, sadly to say, the majority of them are young people. Young people just don't have respect for the uh, the uh, the older folks or the uh, the older race no more. I was at my job the other day and they were smoking pot out there and whatever like that. And I went out there and said, man, you cannot smoke pot in front of uh, the building like that i didn't care about smoking smoking nowhere else but first thing he said man get out of my face i do this all the time man i do this all the time what he meant by that i don't know then he started saying man don't walk up on me you don't want none of this you don't want none of these bitches." i said and i said i don't want i don't want none of what i had to catch myself because i got a habit of uh you know Study getting out of confrontation, I hang around too long. I might get into it. I guess so my old ways and my frustration of what's going on. Most of it is my frustration. So I had to walk off because I found myself hanging around. Too long about to go back and forth with this kid, and I, I ought to know better than that. So I have to catch myself. I just said, okay, I just let somebody else. Yeah, walk it out, walking out, and I just walked off and just said, I'll let somebody else take care of that. I'll let somebody else take care of. It. I was giving them. I was kind of throwing a bluff, like I was going to go call the police, you know. So I said, uh, I'll just walk there and say, man, I'm going to let somebody else take care of that, you know. And really, I wanted to call him a young a name. I did, but I had to catch myself. I'm just being real, man. I don't be fake. i just being real. The flesh was coming, man. The flesh is getting strong, man. I wanted to do something. But I walked back in the building. I said, man, I'm going to let somebody else t- take care of this. So I act like and this was my plan to act like to have them think that I was going to call the police. So I walked back up in there, and when I looked back, I noticed they started walking off or whatever like that. I didn't. Even, I just went back in there and sat down. I talked to my supervisor about what's allowed and what's not allowed, and we got it together, you know, woo-woo-woo, you know, stuff like that. So I sat back down, and I noticed they, they vanished away and everything. I didn't have to do nothing. I just made a little fake move saying, okay, I'll let somebody else take care of that. They understood. I believe when I said I'll let somebody else take care of that, they knew I was talking about police calling the law, you know. So they started kind of slowly with surely talking crazy, but they 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 was walking and talking at the same time. I don't care about you walking and talking. I don't care about you talking crap as long as you're going the other way. And that's what they was doing, they were, especially uh, this this young man. You know, he's starting to walk off, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, that's the, the disrespect they have for the older generation now because you have a lot of babies having babies. Their parents are young, you know. So not making excuses for them because you're responsible for your own sin, for your own, you know, things that you do. I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. It's not everybody's fault. Now, a lot of people have a lot of things to do with fatherless homes and stuff like that. You know, that's like pouring a fire on it, but you are still responsible for what you do, period. And that's how God is going to look at it. He's not going to say your daddy done this, you done this because of your daddy, you know, especially when you come at a certain age, it's going to be on you. See, it's going to be on you at that great white throne judgment, not what your dad and mom left and stuff like that. You still decided to, unless you have some type of mental issues, you decided to go that route because that's how the Joneses go. That's how your hood People go, they they go that route because they've been hurt by parents or fatherless homes or whatever like that. And a lot of that is true. Yes, a lot of that is true. I'm not, you know, be on that, but you still have a accountability to make a choice. Okay, I'm not going to go like little Rob or little Boo or Pee Wee and them like that. I'm going to go another way. Yes, I have been hurt, but I'm going to go another route. So it's about choices. You don't have to go to crime. Let me say this again, youngsters. You don't have to choose crime. You do not have to because your neighborhood does that. You do not have to. always remember you do not have to go to crime. They don't have to be your first choice all the time. That's why I always often lift up the young men that's doing good. They grew up in bad neighborhoods and stuff like that, and they decided, man, they're going to do better and they're going to go another way proud of my young brothers they never smoked weed they never got into drugs none of them never done none of that you know they never done that they knew the hood they knew all that excuse, all that loud noise people that loud motorcycle sound uh i remember growing up man i used to like that sound I man that sounded so i guess the older i get it is so aggravating now it's just a lot of noise a lot of loud noise i guess mentioned i can't take it anymore. but let me digress young men young women you have a legit reason of being upset of what you, the lack of what you had what a perilous uh, household, mainly the father. You know, yes, that's legitimate. It happens. But on the long run, when you get older, you have to learn to say, OK, I don't have to follow what everybody else and listen to everybody else because everybody's singing in your ear now you know, what you need to do. You got your neighborhood friends saying this, do this. You got the hood rats saying you need to do this. Then you got your far-left liberal politician, Democrats, telling you it's the white man's fault, you know, why you like you are. You are the victim. You are like you are because of the white man. You understand what I'm saying? You have to come to your senses and then say, okay, you know, I'm not saying it's easy. My point is you are responsible for your choices. Because most what most people tell you is not fact. It's their opinion. No matter how good it sounds, it's their opinion. You do not have to go their way. You have to choose. To say, I'm gonna go this way. See, I've been there myself. But I would never say nobody forced me to join no gang. Nobody forced JoJo to join the gang. Nobody forced me to drink. I might have been coerced. In, in other words, about around my surroundings. My God, Jesus! All that racket, all that noise. Oh, I gotta find a better place. I might have been coerced or influenced. That's a, for the better words influenced but nobody made me. And Influence is very strong as well, but nobody made me. See, when you're around a lot of sinful acts and it is sin, that's the root problem of all this stuff, sin and Satan. Satan just posed the fire, posed the gas on the fire of sin. Satan posed the fire of sin. He don't make you do it. He posed the fire on it. Sin is the root of all evil, sin. Sin, 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 okay? When you live in a sinful environment that lives and dies of practicing living sinful, it does take an effect on you, no doubt. But it don't have to. See, it don't have to. And that depends on your upbringing as well, you know. It it, it depends on a lot of things. There's a lot of factors. That's my point, okay? That's my point. All right. I wanted to get that out there. And Chicago now has some immigration problems. And like this young man said, I was listening to this this broadcast, and he made a point. These just a couple of thousand illegal immigrants, just a couple of thousand, Just, just imagine how they feel in the South especially when it comes to Texas and Arizona of hundreds and hundreds of thousands coming illegally in their, uh, in their cities. And I believe the majority of them are, are pretty decent. They're just trying to find freedom. But you got what comes with those decent people. Rapists come. Pedophilia come. Drug cartels come. All of them come with that crowd. That's the same thing. Like I was talking about politics. When you vote for a certain policy, the other policies, plural, comes with it. That's why you need to do your research before you vote. So when illegal aliens come in, some of the decent people that want freedom, they're still doing something illegal. I'm not saying that's right what they're doing, but I, I, I give them a little lead way. You know, they are doing it because they, are, they want to get some freedom the wrong way. But what comes with that is criminals. What comes with that crowd is rapists. What comes with that crowd is drug cartels and stuff like that. The whole package. That's the problem with letting illegal immigrants in. You letting people in that you are putting one person in the same package with everybody else. You say, yeah, just let them in. You don't look at what comes with those somewhat decent people that want freedom even though they're still doing it illegally, anytime you cross somebody else's line, no matter how decent and what mean, meaning well that you have, you're still doing it illegal. you still breaking the law. Good people do break laws. Decent people do break the law. Breaking the law is breaking the law, period. But, you know, you have criminals coming over. You have rapists. You have all of them coming over. That's the problem. Big problem with illegal immigration. You're breaking the law, good, bad, and the ugly. You all breaking the law. But it's just some of you are, some of them and, you know, are worse than others. Period. Okay. Period. Some just worse than others. Yep. Wow. This area that I'm in now, one of the worst areas. It's supposed to be a study room, but it's terrible. All it, It's right back traffic. It's a terrible area. I like the one downtown because you're in the back room. But this is a terrible area to do podcasts or study. It is. It's just too much noise, too much distraction. And I get distracted fast myself. I do. I get aggravated and distracted very fast. But we have so much noise coming by that's supposed to be a study room. It's not good. So I give this study room maybe a one or a two, man. It's that bad. Nice and clean, but false. Quietness? No. You hear everything, as you can hear on this podcast, and I apologize again for that. With that being said, I'm going to stop it now because I don't like the sound of it, you know, around me. And I don't want there to be a distraction for my listeners. I want them to, to hear better. So this is Joseph Brownlee. That's what I have to say today here on Body of Christ Real Talk, okay? And this is straight-out Real Talk. Now, I don't want nobody to think be thinking that I hate my own black people. I love my black people. And I know I don't have to explain that to nobody. I don't. But for the ones that's ignorant and don't know no better, I love my black ethnicity group. I do. But unfortunately, in my city, and other cities, but I'm really speaking the city that I live in, or what I resided in, or what I was born and raised in. Black crime is just off the charts. Black crime is just off the charts. We are just we're just killing each other and robbing each other left and right. And it has nothing to do with robbing each other. That's anybody. Anybody. We're running, the youngsters are running rapping in downtown Chicago just to do it. They have to block off Millennium Park and all those beautiful cities, and the majority of Chicago is a beautiful city, man, if you've been here in Chicago. They have to fence off Millennium Park and stuff like that because of the wildness and the grotesque things that the blacks, and you have a few whites that just want to be uh you know they follow and want to just oh they were just sad man i don't know i ain't gonna get into that i ain't gonna get into that you know and they have to block off and everything like that man i was listening to this not listening but you you know you go through facebook ain't no telling what you're going to hear and i was listening to this this uh this white man he was white and uh I guess he sings well or whatever, but it was just a short clip they were showing. And he was giving a story, which is not wrong, you know, so don't get me wrong. He was giving a story about his mom and everything like that, and, you know, his sound and the way he was talking. But when he made the statement, man, man, I always wanted to be black. I always wanted to be black, man. You know, and everybody laughing. That made the black guys that was around look proud and feel good. I looked at it as stupid, man. i want to tell you. <laughs> I looked at that stupid. Man, you need to be proud of your own color, man. Okay, what do you mean you always wanted to be black, We're going the way black act? Because in order, when you say something like that, I always wanted to be black. Okay, what, uh, what, Okay, if you wanted to be black, you would have had to go through the, a lot of the things in the 60s here in America or, or in the South that the blacks had to go through. Would you be able to put up with that as a white man? the discrimination and the hate that was poured on on black people then, and it was in the 60s? Are you looking at the black culture or what you think is a black person, the hipness, the singing? What is your reason of saying, I always wanted to be black? Is Is it the melanin of the color or is it the culture of black people? Or is it the ebonics of black people, the language? What do you mean by that? I want to ask. What do you mean, y'all want? Or the singing of black people, because a lot of black people got a lot of good singing and stuff like that. Or athletics. It's many ways you can look at a black person. They're gifted in sports. They they on top of the line in sports. They are known as well good singers. Rappers and stuff like that. What do you mean I always wanted to be black? Is it the black person himself you wanted to be or is this the black culture? So that's what I get out of that because I don't just look, when a person says I always wanted to be black, I'm going to ask you, why you, Why would you want to be black and not white? They might bring in racism. Man, this is beyond what white's done in the black. White's done many things, great things, man. We We, we where we are. A lot of us black because of some white white people. A lot of white people. So, what do you mean that I always want to be black? I get the metaphor. So, I am looking at it, it. Must be a culture thing, man. But does culture make a person? Does culture make a person? I, I don't know what you know. I have a feeling what he meant. I knew what he meant. Let me just be real. I knew what he meant, but I did not like that because you got a lot of people that looks at that. You got some white people don't like that. And they should not like that, man. And bad them not liking that don't make them racist, like some people might think. You be be proud of who you are. Be proud that you are white. Okay? All right. I'm going to leave you with that. I wasn't with that, you know, but I understand the metaphor. This is Joseph Browley, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Body of Christ, Real Talk. Until next time salvation do you know who Jesus is not your perception of Jesus or what you have told you what you were told and your surroundings or your upbringing in your church buildings do you know who Jesus is do you know what you must do to be saved today Think about that. Do you know what you must do to be saved today? See? How do you look at Jesus? Do you look at Jesus, and I'm talking to all ethnic groups, do you look at Jesus as man, white, blue eyed, and long hair? Which you are very wrong. Do you look at Jesus as black? Black?
1: only at BJs.
2: Bearded dreadlocks, which is very wrong. Do you look at Jesus as Latino? Do you look at Jesus as only being Asian? See if you stuck on a melanin color, uh, ethnicity of your Jesus, you will never try you'll never find who Jesus really was or who he really is because you stuck on your ethnicity aspect of Jesus. The Caucasians are very guilty of that, how they portray Jesus as being Caucasian, white, blue-eyed, and long hair. They're very guilty. You are guilty of that as being a Caucasian white person. You're guilty. It's wrong. Some of you done it out of ignorance. You was brought up that way. I'm not saying you're not saved. Then you got the blacks, they paint Jesus, and Jesus was really black. He was a black Jew. And they get their teachers from all these other cultures and different type of sex I call them or group peoples or whatever like that. Then you got the Latinos, you know, and then you got the Asians now I'm not if you paint it that way good, but don't get stuck on your color. Because I always often say, would it make a difference if he was white? Would it make a difference if he was black or Latino or Asian or whatever? Don't get stuck on the melanin. Don't get stuck on the color. Get stuck on the person. A lot of you might not want to hear this. I don't care. I'm not in bondage. I'm not in a victimhood. I'm not into that. Matter of fact, I never was. It's too much of a burden, man. It's too much stress, man. It's too much. I have my mental issues already, man. I don't need that much of a burden, man. Worrying about that, okay? Jesus, when he came to earth, he came as a Jew, first of all. When he came to earth, listen to me close, he came as a Jew. What was the melanin of his skin? I don't know. I'm just going to say I was a Jewish cause I, I don't know. I don't care. You know, I don't care. I don't read other books about that. No white book or no black book. I don't care. I don't I don't get into all that. It's, not, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Because you show these two stuck on your color. What if Jesus was black? You still going to hell? What if Jesus was white? You still going to hell? Or Asian or Latino? You still going to hell? It'll make your people no better. Until you understand and try to get the note of Jesus of the Bible and keep it in that context and get out the colors and whatever like that. And and just accept that he was a Jew. He came as a Jew. He ain't a Jew. No, but he came as a Jew when he came to the earth for the Israelites. No, Jesus is not a Jew. Jesus is not black or white or nothing like that. Jesus is God. Okay, Jesus is God. Just leave it at that. Get out the color. If you want to get real... If you're a black person, you're so stuck on color, you got a problem when they say Jesus came in his brightness and his glory. Oh, I told you they said he was white, that's why I don't serve him. That's eagerness. Then you got the blacks when they said Jesus was like bronze and everything like that in the book of Revelation. See, that's a sign that he was black. You're stuck on colors, white man and black man. You're stuck on a color. And you're going to be so stuck on a color, you're going to wind up going to hell because you're too stuck on your color or what you call race. Okay? This Jesus of the Bible, Jesus of the Word of God, Jesus of the Bible, okay? The King James Version Bible. The Jesus of the Bible. I'm saying King James. You have other translations, but I'm just speaking for King James. You don't have to like it. The Jesus of the King James Version Bible. Or the King James or whatever translation you got. How do you look at Jesus? Whatever translation you read. How do you see Jesus? How do you look at Jesus? This is for the saved and the unsaved, the believer and the unbeliever. Okay? Point made, point said, there's only way to be saved, believing in his death, burial, and resurrection. Get off the color, get off the skin color, get off all that mess. Don't mean nothing, it's irrelevant. Don't mean nothing. We are all humans. We are one race with different ethnicities and different colors, different skin textures, different eye shapes, but we are still just one race, whether you like it or not. God is in our favor. No other ethnic group over over another one. Okay? No ethnicity over another one. You could be black and be saved. You could be white or Caucasian and be saved. You could be Latino, Hispanic and be saved. You could be Asian and be saved, German, whatever. It doesn't matter to God. It's only his son. It's only in his son that God sees. And the way to believe that is his death, burial, and resurrection for salvation today. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. I'm going to end you with that. That's salvation. So Chicago, you have some issues. Chicago, nothing is going to change until you change. And I'm talking as a black man. I'm talking to black men. I'm talking to black women. Nothing is going to change in your city until you take the blinders off. And if you are a voter, stop voting on a policy and start looking at all the policies because you are responsible for bringing these same far-left Marxist people into your city because they are black. Because they are black. Sad.
1: Only at BJ's.
2: These black people that you bring in are more concerned about the ideology movement than over the color. So their goal is to keep you in slavery. Their goal is to keep you in victimhood. And they, they talk righteous. They talk about black people. But at the same time, they sneaking these other policies in, transgender movements, same-sex movements, all this other stuff, man. They, they, They bringing all this type of stuff in schools. Illegal immigration, defunding the police because the police hate black people. They killing black people, which is so untrue. All this other stuff they bring in their sanctuary cities and letting all illegals in. The good and the bad and the ugly. That's just real talk. And hey, you black people are responsible for voting them in. You are responsible. Okay? You are responsible. Real talk. Think on that. God bless you all. I love you all. Hard but true. I love you all, and this just this just don't go for you all. It goes for me too. When I talk to you, I talk about me. You know, this is real talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, real talk. God bless you all. Love you all. Till next time, I'll be getting into some more ways to better yourself financially without quitting your job or giving up your or starting a part-time job. There are many ways to do that, but it's still going to take effort and due diligence or like I like to call it sweat equity on our part. Okay. And I'll be getting back into that until next time. God bless you all. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Peace out. Laugh out baby.